Hi, I'm Ariane Sparks. Welcome to the hot seat. With us today to discuss multiculturalism in the 21st century is Professor Chandran Kukathas. Thanks for being with us, Chandran. Pleasure. So first, can you tell us what multiculturalism is? Well, it's an ambiguous term because it's used in different ways. Sometimes people use the term multiculturalism simply to identify the fact of cultural diversity. So societies which, which have uh, numerous ethnic, religious, linguistic groups are described as multicultural. But multiculturalism is also a kind of term of art. It's used to describe a set of policies. So a number of countries have had multicultural policies over the years, beginning with Canada and Australia and then more latterly Britain and the United States. And these are policies that are designed in one way or another to accommodate that diversity. And um, um, in some ways they address um, issues of diversity by providing special facilities or rights or accommodations for uh, indigenous peoples, but to some extent also they provide for special accommodations for other sorts of uh, minorities, typically immigrant minorities. So speaking at a security conference in Munich recently, David Cameron criticized the UK's decades-old policy of multiculturalism as encouraging segregated communities where Islamic extremism can flourish. Do you agree with his assessment? No, I think it's an overstatement because there has been concentration of populations of different ethnicities, uh, special groups, uh, for a very, very long time. I mean, for as long as we can um, you know, remember. Uh, in fact, if you think about, uh, say, a, a city like Sydney, there's a very large concentration of people of English descent in parts of Sydney, but this well predates policies of multiculturalism. Similarly, in, um, in Melbourne, it's been a Greek city in many ways uh, for a very, very long time, and there have been large sections of Melbourne that have been dominated by, by Greeks, but this goes um, well back before uh, the policies of multiculturalism came in. So I think that will be the same in Britain as well. There have been areas where different minorities have concentrated for rather obvious reasons, really. When you go to a new place, you look for people who are familiar. And uh, Now, the, the question is, you know, um, how long will this take to, to change? And I think there may be many factors that come into this. Um, so to point to multiculturalism as the explanation, um, I think, is in, in, insufficient. You'd have to look at this a lot more closely. Um, Chancellor Angela Merkel and President Nicolas Sarkozy have also expressed similar concerns about multiculturalism. Do you think this represents a growing consensus across Europe? that multiculturalism is uh, a problem or has um, somehow failed as a policy, which is what I think most of them are, are saying. I'm not sure that it is a consensus, um, but it's um, a view that's been very widely touted. What's never been explained is exactly what it is that's failed, because it's not as if multiculturalism is a, a single set of very clear policies. It's um, it's really a term that's used to apply um, to a wide range of policies that have grown up over a very long period of time. And uh, um, I think you need to make a more careful assessment to see you know, what exactly has failed. I think it would be unlikely that it's the whole swathe of policies that has, uh, that has failed. What's more likely is that there are some policies that have bad effects and others that, that don't. So the, uh, the, the, the answer really is to look more closely at the at the whole list of policies that's coming under the, um, the rubric of multiculturalism and, and to ask, well, you know, which things are causing difficulties or problems and which things are successful. What do you think David Cameron's intentions were in raising the multiculturalism issue at this time? Well, it's striking that the observation he makes about multiculturalism comes at the middle of a quite long speech, and it's only one or two sentences that he 
devotes to multiculturalism. So I think there are a couple of things going on here. One is that given that this, the context of the speech was uh, um, Islamism and his worries about um, Islamic terror and so on, and his concern to play down the connection between terrorism and, and Islam as, as such, because he wanted to make the point that this is not uh, a problem with the religion as such, but with the, um, uh, the particular ideology of militant or political Islam. Uh, the claim he wants to make about multiculturalism here is, I think, in part intended as a kind of uh, balancing act. You know, he wants to make clear to one part of his constituency that he's still critical of uh, uh, aspects of um, um, public policy that may foster or foment this kind of uh, uh, political Islam. So that's a part of the concern. But the other thing that was going on in this bit of the speech is that he was trying to say something about liberalism. And he used the term muscular liberalism to suggest that what we need to do is move away from um, the kind of liberalism of pure tolerance um, to a liberalism that's much more almost aggressive about asserting the fundamental importance of freedom of speech, freedom of worship, freedom of association, and so on. So what he was doing there was, I think, signaling something. Now, the question is uh, whether what he was suggesting is something that's uh, important or even uh, viable. Now, for myself, I'm a bit more skeptical about uh, what he has to say here because I think suggesting that we need to move towards a more muscular form of liberalism uh, and contrasting that with multiculturalism may get the, the balance wrong. Um, I think he underestimates the importance of the idea of tolerance as something that's fundamental to liberalism. Um, but I think the reason he's uh, you know, pushing the, mus the muscular liberalism is that you know, he wants to um, you know, um, soften the, the impact of um, the kinds of multicultural policies that he thinks have been um, promoted over the, uh, the, the years um, by suggesting that we can somehow return to something that's more um, traditionally British or European, and by asserting muscular liberalism, and this is what he's doing. Of course, it's, it's also very striking that he's using the term liberalism when he's the leader of the Conservative Party, but then politics makes strange bedfellows in more ways than one. All right, we'll leave it there. Professor Kukathas, you're off the hot seat. Thank you for being with us. Thank you. And thank you for being with us. Please tune in next month for our next edition of The Hot Seat.